Okay, let's get right into it. As I said before, July is a really hard month for me. It's hard on everyone in my family because death is so unfair and so unnatural, especially for a child. And, you know, I have learned some things over the years. This makes seven years um, since Roman has passed away. And every year, it hurts. It does. It's painful. It's ugly. It's annoying. And it makes me exhausted. But here's what I did learn. Not running from my feelings and just realizing that I'm going to be a little bit of an emotional wreck during this time and just accepting that that's what it is allows me to come out of this funk even stronger uh, mentally because for some reason, and I don't know if other people feel like this, I think that I was ashamed to be in grief. And I can't really put my finger on why. I mean, this is a really tragic event, but sometimes I just felt like my grief would become a burden, even though I'm not one to just open up to anybody about it. But it just felt like it would bring other people down. I know that that is not necessarily true. That is a figurative of my imagination. And that is something that it's a way of me trying to once again run away from what I am feeling and not addressing those feelings. So let me just say this. I have done, uh, I don't want to say I've done okay, but I've learned to cope with this situation better and better each year. Of course I break down and I get sad and I'm and I and I feel all the stages of grief all over again. And this is not just on the day that he actually passed away. This happens from time to time throughout the year. But I am trending upward towards um just feeling more positive and realizing that it's human to be depressed at times. It's human to be angry when you've lost someone so close to you. It is human to cry, yell, scream, to not want to be, um, you know, talk to or maybe not to even maybe not even want to hang out with people sometimes. That's OK. And this experience has really taught me that I have to open up, even if it's just through this podcast but opening up and talking about what happens emotionally and how it affects my mental health um, allows me to navigate through these murky waters of grief because you'll never actually get out of the situation, but you will learn how to navigate it. You'll learn new ways to push through. You'll learn new ways to cope and most importantly, I have found so many new ways to make new memories and find joys throughout the day. And this can sound repetitive, but repetition is key when it comes to bringing joy to yourself. Remember that you don't just bring joy to yourself because you're feeling sad at certain times or here and there. Find something every single day 
that allows you to say, this brings me joy. I don't care how big or how small it is. And just find them and stick with it. So um, I'm going to wrap this portion of the topic up by saying that I've learned to just simply let go not give a crap about what anyone else thinks, which they're probably not even thinking when it comes to how I process grief. It doesn't matter. What matters is that I address the feelings and I address what loss does and how it makes me move and ebb and flow through my life. How it causes inconsistencies in so many different areas of my life. Yet and still... How do I learn how to commit to consistency in those areas again after the fact? How am I building the life that I want to wake up to every single day? Who is involved in that? And when I say who's involved, I don't mean who's, who's going to make me happy. I have to be responsible for my joy as an individual. My husband can't bring it to me. My son cannot. My sisters, my my family cannot bring that to me. That is something that I have to find within myself and with my relationship with God. That is something that I have to work on. So I want to leave you with this thought for this portion of the topic of discussion. Um, find those joys. Know that you are totally human no matter what you're feeling. And let me go, let me just go ahead and segue into the Barbie movie. I don't know if you're listening to this. Did you go see Barbie? If you have seen Barbie, I would love to hear your thoughts about the movie. Please email me, yourcouragematters at gmail.com. Please email me. I really want to know what you thought about it. I was so against going to see this movie when I saw the previews. I was actually at a, a kid's movie. I don't know what movie I was watching, but... Uh, my son was with me and he's like, mommy, we have to go see that. And I was like, Braylon, I do not want to see that. Like, you know, I mean, I played with Barbies growing up, but I didn't realize how powerful and empowering the message in Barbie would be. So I uh, did some research to see what is the hype? How did it make over $320 million opening weekend? What is the hype? Why are people going so crazy? It can't just be. Um, a toy from Mattel that you know people are feeling that nostalgic that they go see this movie and and if they were great but that's just I felt like there was something more so I'm reading different articles and whether or not it's appropriate for kids and you know I'm reading all these things and I keep seeing how emotional women were after watching this movie during the movie and after watching it and how it made them rethink a lot of things about themselves so I said oh man I gotta go see this so I did I booked a solo ticket I had I've never been to the movies by myself ever in life and um I think the following week after it opened is when I went to I decided to go by myself and I did I dressed up in all black (laughs) I did not wear pink I am not that girl the only time I will dress in pink is for a breast cancer benefit other than that you will never catch me in pink from head to toe so yeah I showed up in all black um took a little bit of rosé in my purse sure did that's as pink as it got (laughs) I had some snacks that I carried in because we all know that the snacks at the movies 
are just, I'm not paying 10 times for that bag of candy when I could have gotten it at the store, like I said, for one tenth of the price. The price is the price. I get it. But um, there's no value to me in paying for candy that is exactly the same because I'm at the theater. So had my snacks, had a little drink, sat by myself, really enjoyed it. Here are my thoughts. It is hard being a woman. America Ferreira drove that point home so well in one of the scenes. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it. But you will know what I'm talking about if you plan on going to see the movie. It is hard being a woman. And when you see her <laughs> her ode to being a woman, um, kind of on the negative side, but it was, it was just, it was eye-opening. So when you see that scene, you'll know exactly what I'm referring to. Um, it's like a catch-22 being a woman. Be great, but not too great. Be pretty, but don't think you're too pretty because then you're going to be conceited. And there's just all these things, all these back and forth. You just, it doesn't matter, y'all. Be yourself. What that movie taught me was to courageously be yourself. It doesn't matter what other people think about you, other people's perception of you. Now, if there's a perception that you're wanting to put out that is genuinely 100% who you are, then you embody that. But let it be genuine to you. Don't become a character. Because once you create that character and that's who you put out into the world, it's probably going to be super exhausting for you to maintain that quote-unquote character. If it's someone that's outside of your normal and natural occurring character. So go see Barbie. I thought it was really good. And um, I just, I really liked it. It uplifted my spirits in this hard time of July and, you know, remembering my son. But it, it made me realize that being a mother and being a woman is a phenomenal thing. It really is. It's phenomenal, but it's also very hard. Um, so go see the movie. But yeah, I just, I'm checking in with everybody. I would really love for you guys to email me and just let me know um, what has been on your mind lately. Because this allows me to create new topics to interview new guests i have a very special guest that's going to be on um next week i'm looking forward to that it's going to be amazing you guys please 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 if you don't listen to any other episode of courageously her please tune in for next week next friday because the guest that i had on dropped some amazing knowledge and she has really gone through the gauntlet to create the life she wants to live so this week's episode is short. I'm going to keep it light and fresh and brief. But I just want to check in, let you know that I am doing okay. Um, I'm just learning how to deal with my emotions. And I've been exercising and I've been feeling so good about that. Um, I joined a new gym. I started a new personal training group session. So that's been going really well. And I'm really paying attention to how I nourish my body. No, I'm not dieting. I stopped doing that. But um, I'm just all around feeling proud of myself for the efforts that I'm putting forth. Happy that I'm being consistent. And um, yeah, that's about the size of it. So like I said, send me your emails. Share something with me. Send me a message on Instagram, Courageously Her Podcast. Um, actually, you know, that's crazy. It's not Courageously Her Podcast. It's literally just Courageously.Her, I think, on um, on Instagram. Send me a DM. 
And um, if there's something you would like for me to discuss on the podcast, any topics that you want to hear, please, please, please feel free because I want to deliver content that you guys want to hear. If you would like to be a guest on the Courageously Her podcast, also email me and um, I would love to hear from you. So until next week, please tune in, mark your calendars. It's going to be amazing. Stay courageous and I love you all.